recording from USC Annenberg Studio B. I'm Eddie Sun, joined by, as always, Reagan Griffin, sure. Julio Martinez, and Michelle Mankoff. Uh-huh. All right, I think I got that last name right. Um, you can find Reagan and my work online at Square One Media on Medium, and Julio has his own site, Sports Talk The Countdown. I got that right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, let's sir. talk football. What a pro. Um, Thursday night game yesterday didn't seem really interesting <laughs> Not really. from the outset, but it was kind of entertaining for a while, and then the yeah, Patriots and then the did Patriots. the Can Patriots. I be completely just honest? I didn't happens. watch. That's how disinterested I was. I knew was a, we, we knew the outcome. It was a good game, I would say. Um, much better than, I guess, what a 14 to 35 game looks like. Right. Um, Daniel Jones played pretty well. Um, he had great throws. The you saw the touchdown to, to Golden, Golden Tate. Tate. Mm-hmm. Um, great game. But Three. the star of that game was the Patriots defense. Yeah, sort of the star of every game. The star Three. of that game to me was the back of that dude's head that got hit <laughs> with the punt. I've never seen that happen before. That's that's a new one. There's helmet I catch. I don't want to. There's helmet punt. I don't want to be too critical of Daniel Jones, but I mean he did like I, like you said he did probably go up against. The best or one of the best defenses in the NFL, but man had three week. picks. Well, man had yeah. three picks. I mean, he did about as well as you can expect anyone with no Saquon in his yeah. position to do. Yeah. Rookie no quarterback, first time playing. The no Evan Ingram. Patriots, no Evan Ingram. No, no Shepard. Sterling Shepard. You have Golden Tate, but you really don't have in-game chemistry with Golden Tate because that's his first time out <laughs> with Daniel Jones. So I, that you did it. He did about as well as you can expect anyone in his position <laughs> to do. Yeah, he did the best he could do. It's all right, Daniel. You did okay. Tom Brady looked kind of shaky in the first half. I think that throw people, to Edelman, the the one that yeah. got picked off, was it's a bad throw. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it happens. Yeah. yeah, I was I was a little frustrated with uh, Troy Aikman the whole game. He kept mentioning, you know, whenever Jones had a great throw, he's like, "Look at the accuracy of that throw," and then Brady would fire a bullet in on third down to Edelman, and no one says anything. And I get it; it's established by now that Brady throws darts, mm-hmm. but when you're loving on Jones that much, you gotta you gotta give the goat some I'm, love I'm as well. I'm glad you brought that up because Troy Aikman is one of the worst announcers to watch, especially when there's a <laughs> Cowboys game on. I don't know why they ever stick him on a Cowboys game. Well, I mean, he does he most does. of the, the Cowboys game. That's that's the worst thing ever, man. Like, Played for the Cowboys. I mean, he did, but it's like he comes so clearly biased. You want, you want Tony Romo? Mm, yeah, because I feel like he's going to hate on Dak because he took his job. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, ah, that wasn't that good of a throw. I could have did it. <laughs> no, but, the, um, the few games Tony Romo has commented on, commentated on Dak Prescott's game, he's, it's it's funny when Dak makes a bad throw. He, he goes, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I could have died. <laughs> Jerry, I still can play, I can still man. play. I can, I can still, still play. play. I know I've been golfing a lot, but you know, <laughs> I can still play a little I bit. I mean, half of the announcer's booths are like former Cowboys players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When yeah. Jason Witten retires for a second time and he He's joins ESPN. He's not going back. He's not going nah, back. His I mean, media he was, he was, was, he was terrible. terrible. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, he had to come back and play because otherwise he was going to be out of the drop. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing that happened last night. How about Josh Gordon got injured? Yeah. How do you think that affects the Patriots' offense going forward? Apparently it it he's lot. fine. He's fine. Apparently he's fine. Let's see. Because um, I know he had that that hamstring issue that uh, you it know. didn't look like a good hit. Okay. And always on a Thursday night, you're you're kind of scared, right? <laughs> um, Have you guys he seen avoided the, a major uh, injury? Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. There's like a, a, a I don't know if you guys have seen the Gridiron Heights. Oh yeah, skits, I there's, like a, there's like the game one. There's like, it's like yeah. Thursday night football, but it's like the Grim Reaper, and it's like you know yeah. somebody's getting injured tonight. Yeah. But it, yeah, the Thursday, you know, 
Do you guys think they should do away with Thursday games? I yeah. I think, you think so. so. Yeah. I mean, well, when's the last time you've watched a great Thursday night game? Mm, that's a, well, actually, eh, the, the, the games yeah. the games before these were. It's just from a from a like player yeah. health standpoint. I don't I don't see why player you health need a Thursday night and game. Entertainment standpoint. But I mean, they no would never want, do it because of the revenue. Yeah, yeah no in. one wants these Thursday night games. It's such a random schedule. day, but I guess but I, the the only school. argument for Thursday night games are those Thanksgiving games that do right. end up being good. Those are yeah. the exception. Yeah, to the rule. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like the time of the year when Tom Brady looks kind of shaky, and everyone fires off their takes that Tom Brady is finally aging. The LeBron effect. Oh, this yeah. is it. And then sure. come playoff time. Oh wait, of course, still, because well, come playoff time, Patriots fans are gonna dig up those tweets and takes and whatever and say hi you were wrong all this rob like parker's tweets <laughs> <laughs> rob parker um but he has looked kind of shaky has last he game this game i mean he's second in the league in passing right now i'm not sure if that's really sh- in terms of maybe turnovers um he has been a little bit you know iffy but <clears throat> i think that might be more of a product of you know besides edelman who is he playing with that he really has chemistry with yeah he's got just three touchdowns that fumble um 1700 yards it's just last week against the Bills, rushing. and then the first half. Bills, yesterday. Though, I mean, like nah. you were like you were saying a few weeks ago, like they are underrated, and I mean you were championing that, and I, I think, I think uh, he's been performing well. I mean, the Bills are a really good defense. Yeah. The, the Bills are a good defense, but they've also been the only good defense the Patriots that they have face. faced. Yeah. And I wonder what yeah. happens when they face the Patriots. That is an actual defense again we'll see which won't be for a while I don't yeah. think anything's gonna happen because you know why the defense is allowing defense. 8 points a game we should, we should talk about the defense let's talk, yeah let's some, move on to the defense I've got some interesting stats here mm. for you guys some of them are really truly unbelievable hit us so through 6 games mm. 6 games 48 points allowed mm-hmm. average of 8 points a game now this that gets even crazier when you consider that 21 of those points were scored off of a muffed punt returned for a touchdown by the Jets, mm-hmm. an interception returned for a touchdown by the Jets, mm-hmm. and then a fumble recovered for a touchdown last night. Last night. Okay. So that's 21 points. The rest, the defense has allowed just 27 points. Yeah. Through opponents, six games. Through Damn. six games. Opponents have attempted three field goals. Mm-hmm. And up, up until last night's game, Devin McCourty had a... Uh, an interception in every single game. Was it, J- it was two, two games. He didn't get one last week. Yeah. Oh, last week. Yes. Yeah, so he we didn't. Only okay. Four, okay. Yeah. Is yeah, it Jason okay. or Devin that plays on the? It's, I think that's both. Now. Both. They both. Yeah. They're okay. both on the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk about chemistry. <laughs> I, just, I just know they're twins. <laughs> yeah. So so that's twenty seven points allowed for the defense, and they've had three return touchdowns. Mm. So the defense has scored twenty one points leaving just a difference of six points. Wow. They've put the Patriots down six points the whole year. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, those who play against New, New England defense special teams in fantasy <laughs> kind oh of know gosh. what's up. <laughs> They're a legitimate fantasy option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they score, like, the most points every week. Here's my thing, and I think there's something to be said for that. Um, but with that said, we have to look at who they've played. Steelers, you 29th in offense. Dolphins, 31st in offense. Jets, 32nd in offense. Bills, 12th in offense, but Josh Allen got hurt in the fourth quarter, so 
take you, as you will. Redskins twenty eighth in offense, Giants twenty third in offense. You do, but okay, let's say still, let's say let's say they go up against good offenses and even if you like double like the points per games of their opponents at sixteen. Like I mean that, that's sec- I don't know, man. The second best defense in the league, would we say forty ers right now? Ooh. Yeah, them are Chicago. Yeah, them are the Bears. Um is that there? Yeah, those are up a, there too. There's a there's a wide de- discrepancy right now, but there has to be some um, validity to them playing very. I mean, bad yeah. look teams. at it. I mean, you played Ben Roethlisberger for what a quarter, and then Mason Rudolph came in. I think that game was all big. No, but well, he's trash anyway. I mean, when when you get the affirmation from your quarterback though, who's been there forever, he said that he, this is like the best defense he's ever played with. Mm. That kind of I don't know something. about that one. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. I mean, he's a good leader for saying that, but, you know, I I disagree. I think those Willie McGinnis defenses were a little better than this. Because, you know, when I look at this defense, most guys have a sing or most great defenses, right? We look at 80 Bears and Mike Singletary, you know, that that Broncos defense that won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and Von Miller. We look at last year's Chicago Bears and Khalil Mack. There's a guy who can legitimately change the game single handedly, no matter what. No one's stopping this individual, and he will. You know, change the course of the entire game. Why not Jamie Collins? Or because Devin Jamie McCarty. Collins got cut, he wasn't good enough to exist even outside of that system. So I, I wouldn't consider him up to be a game changer. Or Stephon Gilmore. That's the closest you have to it. But I've seen Stephon Gilmore get beat multi- on multiple occasions. I I wouldn't put him on a, a Revis level but of game changer. Even though Revis just said he was the best cornerback in the league by far. I mean, I think the league's. I think that speaks to the cornerback talent in the league right now. But I think is, that know, that a little bit shoddy. That, all these names we're pointing out in the McCourty twins, like that just shows how balanced they are. They they definitely what, are balanced. They they have, a, they have a strong cohesive unit, but yeah. a, a strong cohesive units can be broken into. What can't be broken into is the talent of a guy like Khalil Mack, the talent of a guy like Singletary, the talent of a guy like Von Miller. Eventually that's gonna fold. And it's gonna fold when they play a decent offense, which they won't for like until like week. Nine, I yeah, think, the where they play Baltimore. They literally, I, I looked at their schedule last night, and I don't understand how the Super Bowl champions will Can play have that legitimately easy schedule. four no. teams this year that they might yeah, lose to: yeah. the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the the Chiefs. Besides and, that, it's that's it. And not even the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going to Foxborough, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not even the Cowboys because so, they yeah. haven't even shown that they can beat a legitimate team yet. Yeah. So I take them out. I take Baltimore out because they've looked shoddy in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. So you really look at the Eagles, and I feel like y'all might take the Eagles out. I won't. But, you know, that's two teams to me. That can no, the schedule, that I, I do agree with you. That that's, schedule is easily yeah, like tailored for to Tom Brady and the Pages. to make it. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. How does football that gods giveth. Damn. Yeah. They never taketh away with them. <laughs> they have yet to taketh away from Tom. The Browns Ray. got a tougher schedule. Than them. Yeah, <laughs> and they, everyone, everyone got a tougher schedule than them. And, but I mean, through the first five weeks, too, uh, there's only five teams in history to not allow a pass touchdown, and they entered that mm. group. Which is, I, I know what you're saying with the opponents, but three I mean, touchdowns. Still. I mean, I mean, it's great, and I think it's a combination points. of a great defense. And bad offenses, right? No, yeah, it's a mixture. It's so, definitely a mixture. I think it's too early to, you know, crown them Me, as an yeah, all-time yeah. great defense until we've seen them go up against, you know, I'm at this point, I can really just consider the Chiefs, the Eagles, if we get Deshaun back at that point, and maybe Baltimore as legitimate offense that could offenses that oh, could Oh, well, the Cowboys are a legitimate offense. I don't know if they're as legitimate mm. as a team as those I, other I, I need a ZZ perform. Um, 
again. I don't know. But. One one other stat on the Patriots defense: fourteen interceptions throughout the season. Yeah. How many nah, teams last year didn't have fourteen interceptions in the whole, in the season. whole season? Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen. Oh, I was gonna say twenty. And and again through the first five games, they had twenty four sacks. Yeah. That's. That's pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty and, big time. Again, even I look at the D line and I'm like, who's really a guy on there? They they, they just they've got you know, great guys. They have a lot of very solid players, but yeah. I don't see greatness. You know what I mean? Maybe. And Bill Belichick is the greatness. That's yeah, the, all the, the greatness. That's true. That's true. That's Bill true. Belichick knows what he's doing. With Matt Matt Patricia leaving, yeah. I mean, he's out, taking out, over. Outside of Tom Brady, the, uh, the the New England Patriots never really relied on a single talent. That's true. Ever, Except like. for Matthew Slater, <laughs> special teams <laughs> that's captain. The guy. That's true. Um, yeah. It, All right. Eventually, I, I, I personally, I feel like eventually, a bunch of solid players that might fold because that that recipe. Right. I just haven't seen that recipe be successful in terms of establishing an all-time great defense. Yeah. Should we talk about the most? ridiculous narrative of the week which was the browns and the whole baker mayfield richard sherman thing well uh, handshake uh, gate can, yeah no can, okay and like richard sherman apologized or said he was going to apologize or whatever um because i mean he from the media like media is kind of bashing like you you're you're just a liar yeah but i mean when your juices are flowing in, in a press conference after the game and, and your adrenaline is still flowing i mean if you look at the video it's still it something has to be said. Baker didn't shake his hand the way everybody else shook shook each other's <clears throat> hand. Yeah, but uh, he dapped him up, kind of, with a hand, not like a brother shake, like, like. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, we're, like, we're, 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 it's probably that MJ effect where like you're looking for stuff to motivate you. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess he just picked that. Well, the I thing I will say about Richard Sherman is that you don't want to really shake hands with him after you lose a game. Because yeah. <laughs> I look back at Tom Brady a couple years back. I look back at Michael Crabtree. I look back at Trent Williams. Like there's so many situations in post game handshakes where Richard Sherman's in a situation with another player after you've lost to him. So it's like I can see if Baker would just want to get like you know just get out of there because I I wouldn't want to be hearing that as a player after the fact. You know who wants mm-hmm. to sit there and get trash talked to them because you know you know Richard Sherman was gonna say something. Yeah, you yeah. know he was gonna say something. And how do you, how do you guys feel about a lot of Browns fans being in like panic mode or whatever. They should be. They, they genuinely should be. Because this isn't panic mode for the Browns fans. They're still happy. I think they've got yeah. their. Yeah. They think they they think they still have their franchise QB. I mean, they already have two wins. They've That's experienced better than such yeah. pain. <laughs> a lot of the years. They've- yeah. It's just you know when you start handing a team expectations like we did in the offseason, yeah, yeah. you don't fulfill those expectations, exactly. especially on the offensive side of things. It's it's frustrating to watch as a fan because I see all the talent. Exactly. I see Jarvis Landry. I see Odell. I see Antonio Callaway, David Njoku, Nick Chubb. And it's like, why is this team not Go, producing? Going into the season, though, like, I mean, I disagreed with everyone saying they're going to make this playoff run. And I, I saw them no greater than an 8-8 eight and eight team. Mm. Honestly. Mm. Honestly. Mm. Um, I think if you're a Browns fan, you have to be most frustrated with how they're using Odell because right now it seems well, like Freddie Kitchens is using him like every uh, other way uh, besides as a receiver. Yeah, it's like they're using well, him like he's Taysom Hill or something. No, it, it, it's almost like they're trying to force feed him and get him involved because they can't throw him the ball. I think that I think that's exactly what's and happening. that's what happened in the first play of of the who do they play against? 
49ers. 49ers. Yeah, yeah. The first game, the first play that Odell throws the ball, and, and it's like, yeah. And now, it's like, is he a better quarterback than Baker? <laughs> and now, what's what's happening with the Browns? They're listening to offers uh, supposedly for Odell Beckham. They are. And man. I just don't think that's that's your move. I think well, the move is you know using the guy like he's supposed to be. Freddie Kitchens just doesn't doesn't have the mind for it. I don't think. Yeah. he'll be the first to it's go. It's a shame. I haven't I haven't seen well, Odell. Go, go ahead. It's a first year head coach, second year quarterback, and with all these personalities on the team, you can't oh, yeah. you can't expect great things. But I mean, whether Odell gets big targets or not, I think in the first two games he got like eleven and ten targets, mm-hmm. and like these past few games he's gotten like six or Killing like five. My fantasy team, right? <laughs> but I mean, the targets don't change the outcome to the game. Yeah, like okay. they 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 win when he gets big targets, they lose when he gets big targets. They win when That's true. or they. They win when he gets low targets. They lose when he gets low targets. So they just have to I, throw to I the think, right time. They got to throw. I mean, I, I I think if you do trade him, you get a you get a solid left tackle. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I think if you trade Odell Beckham, you're just stupid. I said it when the Giants. <laughs> but you have yeah. but you have Jarvis Landry and, and Antonio. Ca- but Callaway. it's uh, Odell well, Beckham is a generational talent. No, he is. I I do agree with and that. And if you but, take your you know your your young franchise QB and you say, hey, I have this generational talent yeah. at, QB, at receiver, and I'm just going to throw him away yeah. for a left tackle. Yeah. I don't think Baker's yeah. going to appreciate that. Yeah, but that. yeah, but what when if it you is Baker. W- yeah, but Baker is the problem. I think Baker Maybe. is the problem. No, right? I, I don't I don't disagree with that. But when you have Kareem Hunt coming back, Nick Chubb wanting the ball, uh, when the tight end comes back, he'll want the ball. Uh, what's his name? David Njoku. Njoku. David Njoku. Uh, Jarvis Landry, he wants the ball. Antonio Callaway, he want he want you want you have all these guys who want the ball and Odell Beckham. Like you you have too many guys to feed. Odell's not the guy to trade though. If yeah. you're gonna trade somebody, maybe trade Jarvis. Well, there's an argument for that Antonio because Callaway. you can get the most for him. Nah, I, he, he's too good. And Jarvis, he's too good. Jarvis has been the most solid like receiver. And he's a, he's a great leader in that locker room. And him and Odell, college teammates, they they coexist very well together. I don't, mm. I don't see an issue there. The issue I think is just their usage of the personnel. They're not yeah. using them to the no. The, the, I, I don't I don't disagree. But just like how I mentioned last week, how um, running backs are so important to like first year quarterbacks and second year quarterbacks mm-hmm. when they use. What happened when they used Nick Chubb? I mean, he gets yards. So they they beat the Ravens run. pretty pretty handily. What what is Kyle Allen doing? They're using uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey a lot. What happened to Dak last week? He suffered because Zeke hasn't had a great game. No, it wasn't what, why. Well, okay, because he's bad. And then and then what's happened to the Rams' offense? Gurley hasn't looked the same. Yeah. What like Lamar and, and Mark Ingram? Like yeah. that, that's why he looks so good. Mahomes when. When Kareem Hunt uh, got suspended and all that happened last year, whatever, Mahomes, although like he dropped off a little bit, he was still great, but he did drop off a little bit, and, and I don't know, like last year Baker did so well. I think part of that was because their running game was so solid. That's fair. I think with the Browns, it all starts up front, and their offensive line is not giving Baker enough time to really sit and look at his options, which he has plenty. Um, but they're really getting beat by teams with good defensive fronts. Mm. Yeah, they got beat by the Rams. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got they beat the Ravens. Who's <clears throat> where, where's their run D? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 49ers. Great defensive front. Great. Front seven just killed them. So it, yeah, I don't know if it was Richard Sherman or or another uh, 49ers player, but they said um, from watching a lot of film, they know that Baker can't see. He has trouble seeing over the line, and that's the why batted. he gets out a lot. Yeah, he gets yeah. the ball bad at the line so yeah. often. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's weird because, you know, quarterbacks of his size don't tend to have that. Like, Russell, I guess Russell Wilson does, but I think that's more of out of a necessity that he scrambles rather yeah. than, you know, oh, he don't him yeah. not being able to see over the line. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if they're trying too many quick throws and because when you when you do a quick throw you're taking a one step or a three step drop and you're not yeah. you're not you're able to examine the the line. Yeah. I think maybe he needs more five steps and seven step drops so he will have that vision of the field, you know, in order to make mm-hmm. those decisions, but you know, something's got to change yeah. clearly. I just know that last week he didn't have time to make those throws I mean, because yeah. the, the line was breathing down his neck. That, that 49ers defensive line is they spent a lot of draft capital on it and it's paying money, dividends yeah. right now. And money, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, we have our first firing of the season. Mm. Jay Gruden's gone in in Washington. Old Jay. They've got lots of problems over there. Can we can we throw some names out if sure if yeah, we have them for it? Yeah. So what do yeah what do y'all think of uh um of uh Urban Meyer? He's Reu- not going anywhere. Reuniting with Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he's trying to take this job out here at USC. Yeah, so. True. No, true. I, I, true. I, some people are just built to be college coaches. Nick Saban, Nick Saban. Swinney, Urban Meyer. I don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike McCarthy? I could see it, but I'm not really sure what you're gaining there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're not lo- You're just kind of settling I think if the, you're doing that. I think the Redskins are going to have a lot of trouble finding a coach Intr- like that, like an already established coach Interested because of their— in, yeah. The front yeah. office issues exactly. that they have. I mean, who would have thought they'd be a bigger mess than the Dolphins at this point in the season? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that is one thing I will say. Uh, I, I I think we all saw that firing coming mm-hmm. just because it was like, what what is Jay Gruden really doing? I, I look at how that roster is constructed. It's like, what are you going for right now? Are you going for youth? Or are you that's on Bruce Allen on, too? Like yeah. the GM, yeah, Bruce yeah. Allen. Uh, all of it. It's not, it doesn't make sense. You have so much draft or not draft, but salary cap invested in guys like yeah. Josh Norman, Jordan yeah. Reed, Ryan Kerrigan, who are like decent players, but on the back end or out of their prime. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what their roster is going for in terms of how did they're going to construct a team. Yeah, it seems like Bruce Allen and what he wanted and what Jay Gruden wanted, they didn't really match up. They, they asked Bruce Allen oh, the yeah. other day, do, do you guys, do you think you have a culture issue or like, do you think you can improve the culture? He said, no, our culture is, you know, it's top tier. Like mm-hmm. I had a friend, yeah, I had a friend who worked for the Redskins <laughs> this summer. He worked just as a team photographer. Mm, inside and, source. And he, he, he said, the, the Redskins are the exact organization everyone makes them out to be. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And when you when you said there's a disconnect between Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden, um, apparently Jay Gruden did not want Haskins. But Bruce Allen, you know, swore by Haskins. So when they drafted him and brought him in, you know, you never want a head coach that does not like the the young quarterback. Yeah. That yeah. never works. What and you, it's always the coach to go mm-hmm. every time. I, um, I I heard the name Eric uh, Bieniemy, the the, the Chiefs offensive, offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I'm always supporting black coaches getting jobs in the NFL because there's not enough of them. But you know. Something a, a name that came uh, obviously Rex Ryan came out. He said he'd take the job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure he'll take any job at this point. <laughs> but yeah. um, a name that occurs to me is um you know kind of out of left field, but I, I think it makes a little bit sense. Jim Schwartz, defensive coordinator for the Eagles. You know he has former head coaching experience. You know that defense. You know it's had its moments in mm-hmm. Philly. Um, but I just think you know the advantage of having a defensive coordinator who's used to playing people in the NFC East that has head coaching experience that can go and kind of take the the, the, the separate pieces of talent that they have on defense, the Jonathan Allens, the Josh Normans, the Ryan Kerrigans, and you know they I think he could go and make something. The Landon Collins, mm-hmm. he can go and make something out of that. Um, and 
that's just the name that kind of occurred to me. What, what do y'all think? Um, I, I think it's that's very interesting because it's within the. I, I definitely don't want to see him leave. Yeah, I think I think coming from the Eagles, that would give uh, one that would give the Redskins some stability, mm-hmm. and uh, because he has the reputation of obviously like being on like Super Bowl winning and contending teams. Um, it, it'll give them the stability they need. Right. If Redskins know. can't get the stability they need until they figure out what's going on up top. I mean, out, yeah. Any coach that you hire at this point is just, uh, what's it when you walk out on the deck? I don't know. <laughs> they're just, they're, well, well, they're fresh meat. I mean, they did talk about like going back to the black head coaches. They did talk about giving Mike Tomlin, like not only the head coaching position, but like a, a John Gruden type deal like control over yeah, the franchise. general manager and like i don't know if i can see him leaving yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, obviously he's the second longest tenured head coach in the nfl with, yeah. a, with a certain yeah. team so yeah, yeah. yeah i'm not sure and the steelers love the keeping their coaches so yeah that's true i have three coaches in that would be interesting history. though I, i'm not sure you know if tomlin would be capable of building a team does, does he really how, how much say does he have in terms of his actual roster construction down in pittsburgh I'm not too familiar uh, with it, but yeah. you know, I've always felt like it was more the GM making those decisions than Tomlin taking the talent he had and making yeah. something with it. But you know, he, may, he's, maybe been a, he's been a stable force in Pittsburgh for oh, a yeah, while, for sure. And he has shown to be a good, a great uh, de- developer of talent. Oh yeah, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, um, all right, we're two and a half weeks away from the trade deadline, but it's never too early to talk trade. So let's each give one trade that you want to see happen or you think will happen. Mm. I'll start. Um, so obviously, I'm going to pick an Eagles trade. Because, of course, you know they're the most relevant team. In the NFL. Is it Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> it's not Jalen Ramsey. I felt like that was kind of low hanging fruit. I have Xavier Howard of the Dolphins, hmm. uh, first time Pro Bowler last year. Um, the Dolphins clearly want a clean house and kind of just strip it down and start over. Um, and it would probably make a little more sense for them to hang on to a, ta- a piece of talent like that, especially considering that they just extended him. But you know. I can dream, right? Because we really need corner <laughs> help. So I have saving Howard to the Eagles for a third rounder and a future fifth rounder. Um, and the thing is, we've made deals with the Dolphins before. Almost every year, we have some sort of deal with the Dolphins yeah. to go through. Whether Jay it's right? Jay Ajayi, Kiko Alonso, and Byron Maxwell for the eighth pick. We were <laughs> Howie Roseman's used to dealing with guys in Miami. So, you know, I, and we tend to get the better of them, too. So I, I, I think that maybe, maybe if we could pull that off, maybe... <laughs> Because Ronald Darby sucks, <laughs> and uh, that would definitely be a huge help to our, our team. Just considering how we're struggling at corner right now, mm-hmm. um, and I think the Dolphins might do it just because you know they're the Dolphins and yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Mm. Uh, Patriots always like to make moves. Yeah, true. Um, team out, <laughs> and they're definitely a team that's looking for either a tight end or a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, they'll just make an offer for whoever's available. I don't see AJ Green as a possibility. Yeah. Didn't they say that they um, were not trading Yeah, they said they're yeah. not trading that guy. Which I don't know why, um, but and then OBJ, I don't I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um either. that's just you can't get OBJ and Antonio Brown in the same season. That just doesn't <laughs> that seems a little bit whack. I wonder if uh is Vernon Davis still on the Redskins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He I wonder if the Patriots want to look at Vernon Davis. Because he, he seems like a very Patriots type of player. I mean they already have like a veteran tight end. What's his name? He came from the Saints. Oh, Benjamin Watson. Yeah, he was. Has he played this year? I, no. I haven't seen him. He's, I think he's been hurt. He's been hurt. Either hurt or suspended. I forget. Vernon no. Davis, physically, you know, we all know how different he is physically. I mean, he's a, he's a he's a freak of nature. Yeah. 
Honestly, that'd be interesting. I'd hate to see it just because <laughs> I'm sick of the Patriots. But, you know, that'd be an interesting target for Tom Brady because they tend to be able to take athletes and just make them into something. Else. So yeah. Watson was released. Really? Um, I think two days ago. R.I.P. Oh, ben. Wow. Maybe that means that there's a move in the works. I think that might mean... Gronk. No. <laughs> Gronk's that like, was right, I'm coming back. I mean, I Robert Kraft me said yesterday, pad. he made a comment that Gronk hasn't filed his retirement papers yet. I'm telling you. Mark Sanchez says something about Gronk, too. Gronk's like, he looks my thin, arm brace. I'm he going does. In there. He I don't think thin. he's coming back. Yeah, he yeah. looks at least At least not this year. He, he just and signed to be an analyst for I him. I don't think he could pass the drug test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, <clears throat> but he, he, I don't think, did you guys see his debut as an analyst? Uh, I mean, I heard of it. I didn't really. I add. think he looked nervous. I don't know. He's I not really know. an analyst. He's not. He like, should. I, I I love Gronk, and I mean, how can you not love his personality? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's part of the deal to be a media and TV personality. But I, I don't. See, yeah, like Eddie said, I don't see him as an. It really just hired him for the. He's not the next yeah. Tony. Yeah, yeah. He's not it's the next really Tony. weird because I, I, you know, he has a stand-up special. Like it was really random. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm just flipping through, and it was like Rob Gronkowski stand up special. I was really? like, really? And it, it was it was not good. I'm so, not gonna lie, but he's more of a spur of the moment fun yeah. type of guy rather than a planned, calculated. It's like sort we kind of kinda laugh at him, not really yeah. with him. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I yeah. laugh with him. Um, Y'all but mean. <laughs> in, in terms of other players, what do you guys think about um, going back to the Patriots or even the Saints? Um, you know how they went after Des Bryant last year? Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's not the name I was going with. But what do you guys think of uh, Emmanuel Sanders? Mm, if if the Broncos keep losing, um, he still has some left in the tank, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, what do you guys think about him with the Patriots or with the Saints? I think that's one of the players where their value to the organization outweighs the amount, like the trade value that you oh, get back. Yeah, so yeah. I don't see you getting anything above a, a fifth rounder for Manuel right. Sanders. And I think mm-hmm. that the Broncos organization values him yeah, as a player he's, more. He's definitely well-revered yeah. within that locker room. Who are some of the guys that you guys, you know, even though they're in rumors right now that you just don't, we mentioned AJ Green. Who are some people that you, see not getting traded even though they're in rumors I don't see OBJ getting traded uh, yeah. yeah that wouldn't even make sense That that's just if they did that that would be a clear sign of Va- desperation and you know panic. Uh, Von Miller Von, he's, he's, not, yeah, he's not going anywhere. he's not going anywhere. well we said the same thing about Khalil Mack didn't we <laughs> we're like ain't no way John Gruden is just different so just not in no way <laughs> that's true anyways I got a trade um, the Niners front seven looks legit and I'm thinking for them to complete their defense and, no. and make it elite as a whole. Jalen? No. Either uh, Chris Harris or Trey Waynes. Chris Harris would be. I don't really know how uh, value and, and trading picks works in the NFL that much, but mm-hmm. to me, because the Niners have a clear hole at, well, the, at the second cornerback position, Chris Harris or Trey, Trey Waynes. For Chris like Harris, you probably get in a third round, second round yeah. pick. I'd, his production dropped off in recent. Uh, maybe you could get away third. with like a. a, a I yeah, mean, he third. might not be elite anymore, but he's a clear upgrade over oh, he, what the Niners have right now. Um, I feel like Chris Harris is probably more realistic than Trey Wayne's, just because mm-hmm. Buffalo's, you know. Or Trey Wayne's is in Minnesota. Yes, he, I'm, he's think, in, I'm he's thinking of. Yeah. Oh, gosh, and I think that's still. You know, I'm not sure if that's realistic either, just because Minnesota. I'm pretty sure thinks they're a playoff team. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what I read was the Vikings like. Of course, they like Xavier Rhodes. Um, they like they have Mike Hughes last year's first round pick. I think they have someone else too. So the, so they have depth at the at the cornerback position. That's fair. Yeah. NFL trades are Rare. so random. Yeah, so true. boring. 
Yeah, not like or, the NBA. Not like the NBA at all. I wish it was like that. It's, it's becoming a little bit more like the NBA in the sense that players are demanding for trades mm-hmm. way more mm-hmm. often now. And I'm not sure... I'm not sure how I feel about it because you can easily collect. I mean, what what it's what's happening is that you're getting teams really tanking like they have never tanked before, mm-hmm. um, and I think I, I just I just don't like it. I don't like yeah, well, just for the competitive spirit. Right. Yeah, because every every given Sunday is supposed to be a competition. Um, and you're getting these teams that are no longer able to compete because they're trading away all their all their talent that they wanted to leave. Dolphins. And yeah, I don't think that's gonna work though. I think eventually that's gonna come and stab them in the back because picks in the NFL are not like picks in the NBA. Nope. Where it's like you can very easily, you know, sometimes people miss, but you can pretty for the most part project guys in the NBA that are going to be good. Mm-hmm. You can swing and miss very easily on a guy. Half, in the, like, half of the league is undrafted. Exactly. Half mm-hmm. the league's undrafted. When you look at all the, the starting yeah. quarterbacks, how many people were like number one overall picks exactly. that are starting mm-hmm. in the NFL right now? So you can very easily swing and miss on picks. And, you know, say the Miami Dolphins, you know, tank for Tua, right? And Tua comes in and he's not that dude. Eventually, you know, you have to build a 22-man unit that's mm-hmm. capable of Yeah, competing. it's not going to last. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't think that tanking stuff, unless you're going to tank for 20, you can't even tank for 22 years, and right? Because yeah. <laughs> no, then the guys are going to retire. And so. if you look at what the Eagles and the the Rams have done in recent years, like mm-hmm. it's collect talent to win now. Exactly. This mm-hmm. year. Um, and like, pay, it's okay to pay. And I, I think that's more the formula. Yeah. Rather than like drafting and stuff. I mean, drafting is always going to have a spot because you got to have talented players you do. on low contracts, but you got to have some sort of veteran stability and talent there. And if you're just going to completely rely on what young talent you have, it's and if you're the Dolphins right. trading away a lot of your young talent Nick and saying we're, we're just going to strip it and restart, like that doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. It does not work. Mm-hmm. All right, we're seeing it with the Browns right now. They were. They had just collected a bunch of picks and mm-hmm. and yeah, here they are. They've got names and talent, but they have no culture. They have no exactly. winning culture. Yeah, exactly. um, it's hard yeah. to define a formula for winning in col- football. Culture is established is by Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, my formula has always been: you build from the inside out. I'm going to build my offensive line. Yeah. I'm going to build my defensive line. I'm going to figure out the rest Qu- later. Quarterback, uh, yeah, yeah, quarterback comes after the obviously, you know, but you know. That's neither here nor there, but I think there's no really one definitive way of building a team as it is with any sport. But you don't just trade all your talent. That's just yeah. no. How do, that just doesn't even make sense. Anyways, all right, should we run down the games? Let's do sure. it. Let's do it. Uh, before we do that, let's talk about our predictions last week and how we did there. Uh, seven and seven. Rating got seven seven. I was nine and five. Nine Ooh. and it was nice. Yeah. Five. I must have missed fourteen time. games. Yeah. 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 See, I was eight and six. Eight and six. I'll yeah. be nine and five. <sighs> nice. Man. I know we all got the Colts. Uh, we all got. We all picked the Chiefs, and the Colts mm-hmm. ended up winning. We all picked the Bears. The Raiders ended up winning. I'm struggling. Man. Games are random sometimes. Uh, I'm twenty. What's your overall? I'm twenty seven sixteen. Twenty seven sixteen. Twenty four nineteen. <laughs> Ooh, some I gotta to make. Up. What's yours? I know yours is gonna be. I think you, I don't know. Did you, did you count yours? Like I, I'll, last week I'll count mine from from the week prior. Right. Uh, should we just give myself an eight and eight for week one? Or? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean it, we all did fairly well week one though, so maybe it's true. That's I mean, fine. it's not. That's it's fine. Not. Right. I can climb back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'll still be probably with me because I've been terrible recently. Okay, but. first game this week: Panthers, 
Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had one. trouble. I was going back and that forth for tough. like for like ten. I, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Panthers just because I like Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> but yeah, I was going back and forth. Yeah, um, that's Jameis tough. Winston. You know, he's been on somewhat of a tear lately. He has. Max Kellerman had the audacity to call him a top, top ten, 10 quarterback, quarterback mm-hmm. which is just I wouldn't even put him above Dak, and that's saying a lot because you know how much I dislike Dak. But I'm gonna take the Panthers just because you know. Christian McCaffrey looks unstoppable right now. Well, I mean, if you go back to the first matchup, yeah. though, the one game. he had 16 r- rushes for 37 yards I'm against sorry. the Bucks. He, he had like 200 and something yards last week. Yeah. I, I, I'm not betting against that dude right now. Their front seven is it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. I'm going to go ahead and give the Bucks the win mm. because they have a lot more experience playing in London than the Panthers do. Mm-hmm. They're and in London. Yeah. They're in London. Ooh. This game, Pacific time, get this, 6.30 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Crazy. I'm going to watch it. But it does experience in London. Oh, yeah. Is that? Is oh, that, yeah. No, I mean, no. The, it, flight, that, be, the oh, yeah. flight, yeah. You know, some players no. will, like, go out the it night does. before and they'll, they'll go buck wild just because they're in, like, a, con- a new country for the first time. Like <laughs> The grass is different. Mm-hmm. And the pitch. I, I, I think I think another Yo, pitch. I, I know we were talking about uh, the Buccaneers like corners and all that and their weakness there. Um, if you look at Teddy Bridgewater last week, he he ripped them apart. Oh yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, so I I think Kyle Allen can can do mm-hmm. the same. I have Tampa Bay just because I keep picking them every week and I'm not gonna stop. Fantasy now. bias could be Mike Evans better get a reception he didn't this do week. Do good last right. week. <laughs> okay, uh, next game which we really. Don't even need to talk about Redskins, Dolphins. Bro, like, Ooh, somebody's got to win. <laughs> Who's it going to be? I, I'm not going on this one. You're you got to pick one. You got to. I'm just. You got to pick one. Reagan, go first. Um, I never thought I would say this, but I'm going to take the Dolphins. They're at home, and the Redskins just fired their coach. They're, they're kind of a, you know, some weird purgatory with their team right now. Three different sure. weeks, three different you know, quarterbacks. They, they like, can't even decide who's going to start at quarterback. That's what I, I'm saying. At least bro. the Dolphins, as unstable as they are, unstable as they are, they have some form of continuity, mm-hmm. right? And I just don't see that with the Redskins. I'm going to take the Dolphins. All right. I'm also going with the Dolphins for those same reasons. They've got two quarterbacks better than all three of the quarterbacks on <laughs> mm-hmm. the roster for the Redskins. Yeah, I got Dolphins as well just because they're playing at home. Gotcha. You have to pick. You have to pick a team. Dolphins, believe Dolphins, all right, sure. Dolphins across the board. Who would have ever thought that teams. we'd all pick the Dolphins in a game? We're all gonna be wrong. Watch. <laughs> okay, Saints, Jaguars, Saints, Saints, Saints. And I know that they're they're at they're at the Jaguars, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. But Teddy Bridgewater been big looks killer. good. Jacksonville's like defense killer, doesn't so. look like they're doing anything. I'm going yeah. with the upset. Really? I'm gonna take the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Climb back into this competition somehow, right? Yeah, um, that's true. I. I don't know. I think that the Jaguars are a solid team, and Teddy Bridgewater's had the luxury of playing in the Dome two consecutive games. Um, According to Vegas odds, they're actually favoring the Jaguars. 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 Jags. Yeah, um, probably they're in they're minus one. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, Min- Minshew's got some magic, and this is a team that he needs to to show that magic. Minshew magic. Anyways, okay, I got the Saints. I'm with the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater and and and, and the whole crew looks like they're rolling. Uh, Bengals, Ravens, Ravens. 
Yeah, it, it's hard to pick the Bengals at this point. Yeah. Ravens. yeah, Ravens. Ravens. Ravens across the board. All right, next game, Seahawks-Browns. Seahawks, Seahawks. I'm done with the Browns. I'm I, actually have the, I actually have the Browns. Mm. I think people were talking about the Browns last week as like a show-up week. I think this Bra- is Browns are home, show up. right? Yeah, the yeah, Browns no. are at home. I think the Seahawks, the Seahawks are riding high a little bit, maybe. You know. I, I can see that because I, I I did think about that like last week like oh like it, it was such a big week for for everybody and maybe they they're getting too like ha- with happy feet um but still yeah, if the Browns lose this game then it then it's time to panic a little bit but I think I think the and Browns, I mean they got they the Patriots yeah and they got the Patriots next the yeah. following week right yeah, they, have, yeah. they have a tough schedule they do they do have a really easy but it eases up yeah. schedule yeah. that makes them still, that's why I think they're gonna go eight and eight yeah, yeah they yeah. can still win the AFC North. With their schedule, um, right. it'd be a late season climb back. Right. NFC Championship rematch from two years ago: Eagles Vikings. I had a tough. That was one, one picking this. How? Last week the Vikings did well. Yeah, Dalvin against, Cook is killing bro. against the Giants. And we have, I'd put our run defense up against anybody. That's true. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. Bring Barry Sanders out of retirement. I don't care. I put our run defense up against anybody, and I'm darn sure. Now, if we assuming, because I'm assuming that we're gonna stop, we're gonna hold Dalvin Cook and check, and we're not getting beat by Kirk Cousins. I don't care how bad our corner. That's are. the only. Kirk reason. Cousins is not gonna beat That's our team. That's the only reason. I'm he going couldn't with do Eagles. it in Washington. He can't do it in in Minnesota. I'm sorry. Is I'm, it a is it a prime time game? No, uh, I, I think I it's think just so. a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah. I got but the Eagles in. Yeah. Eagles. I'm going Eagles. Only because Kirk Cousins. I like hey. that. I have the Vikings. Wow. Here's Almost. what I think will happen. So close. Adam, I hate it. Adam <laughs> Thielen wants Kirk Cousins to throw the ball, and he's going to against the Eagles secondary, and I see it being that, successful. That was my only trepidation in, in picking the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Nice word there. Trepidation. <laughs> All right. Texans, Chiefs, and what might be a high-scoring battle. Chiefs. This is... What a shame that we've got Steelers Chargers at yeah, prime time. Like, yeah. What a ripoff. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the Chiefs as well, but I think it'll be a close one, and it, it'll. I think it'll end up in a, not maybe a shootout, but towards the end of the game, it's going to be a battle between Mahomes and Watson. I, and I feel like yeah. whoever ends up with the ball last is going to win the game. I agree and I feel with like that this statement. This is going to be the, the Chiefs. You have the Chiefs as well, Michelle. Chiefs been struggling too much. Lost last week. I'll take the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill's in practice. He might be back. He might be back. Mm. Um, that changes everything, really. I, I, I wonder, I mean, what happens if the Chiefs lose two in a row? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Andy Reid not going to let that happen. Yeah. Mm. See, I have the, I have the te- so like every now and then there's a game where we think it's going to be a shootout and then it becomes oh, like yeah. a low scoring game. Yeah. I think that's this game. You think so? And I have the Texans winning 24 17. Hmm. All right. Falcons, Cardinals. Mm. Who's home? Um, the Cardinals. Cardinals, mm. yeah. I, mm. That game's just gross. I don't. Know. <laughs> Those colors, they just clash. <laughs> yeah, like two reds that are just a tad bit off. Yeah. But hey, what At- do I know? Atlanta's favored by two and a half, but it's just it's just the way they've been looking. I'm I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Hmm. I mean, the Cardinals haven't really proved anything either this year. But the Car- Cardinals won last week, right? Against the Bengals and and the Fal- and the, and the Falcons. Uh, they've lost. They lost like big time to the Texans. They gave a lot of points, but also put up thirty-two. 
on the board. I'm going with the Falcons. I'll take the Falcons as well. Cardinals defense is the worst part about that team. Mm -hmm. I would the Cardinals. I think this might be a week where you see Julio Jones kind of dominate a little bit. Mm -hmm. And a name that we didn't really talk about when we talked about trades, Patrick Patrick Peterson Peterson. could be on the move. I I could see a situation where Julio... He's been suspended, right? He's been suspended? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, there's no one covering Julio that game. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's... After this week, I think he's... Even in the last matchup, Julio dominated. I mean, Julio's a... That dude's a monster. Thank you. That's a good (laughs) name. Thank you. Thank you. Uh Wait, so, so you have the Cardinals, though? Uh yeah, yeah. picking right. against Julio. Wow, I got I got Falcons just because the talent. I'm picking is against Matt Ryan. <laughs> That's what I'm picking Falcons. Matt right. Ryan. Next game, Niners Rams. Should I got the Rams. One. Um, even though the Niners have been on a roll, uh, the Rams are at home and looking desperately for a win, in my opinion. Um, I th- I think they're they're gonna they're gonna uh get the get the dub with. with Todd Gurley's status being iffy. His quad, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, You know, regardless of whether he plays or not, even if he does play, he, he's going to be limited. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the 49ers just because they seem like they're rolling. Uh, and if you're going to put the team in a situation where you're reliant on Jared Goff because Todd Gurley can't go 100%, he's not going to do well against that. Um, Niners, D. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to do well against mm-hmm. that front seven. I'm going Niners. Um Rams are committing a lot of turnovers. They don't look like the same team. Definitely, they've got not. a little mm-hmm. Super Bowl hangover. Forty yeah. um, Niners. Really, are, Todd Gurley ineffectiveness too. Exactly. Along with that. arthritis. I always told people this because they were saying Jared Goff was this and that and the other. I said Todd Gurley or Josh Goff is only going to go. Josh Goff. Josh Goff. Jared. Jared Goff is only going to go as far as Todd Gurley takes him. In the second Todd Gurley looked iffy, now Jared Goff looks iffy. Mm-hmm. Now the entire Rams team looks iffy. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, it Todd Gurley is what makes that team chug. This is a good game, too. Yeah. I would rather I think, see this in primetime than yeah. Yeah. Steelers Chargers. I know the NFL thought about moving this to primetime, the Sunday night game, but then they ultimately I, I think didn't. The, I think the 49ers are feeling themselves a little bit. So that's why I'm taking the upset, I guess. I see. This Nick Bosa kid is weird. I don't know. Weird as in like weird good or like he's weird, weird as in weird weird? Weird as in... He's so I good. I think he ha- he's really good, but I think he has trouble with his teammates in the locker room. You think so? It, like the, he comes from a huge football family. Um, I mean the the political support. Yeah. 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 I mean R- R- Richard that. Sherman said like there's no one he'd rather have in there than Nick Bosa. Really? Yeah. I'd rather have Solomon Thomas. I mean, he he absolutely wreaked havoc last week. Nick Bosa did. Well, I so I, I loved his celebrations too. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was yeah. Good. yeah, he was holding that grudge for two yeah. years against good. Baker. Good. So uh, what I see this game coming down to is how effective can the Rams' offensive line be against the Niners' yeah, D line? Because nowhere near. the Rams' O line has looked mediocre, iffy at oh, best. Oh yes. So if if um if the Niners if the Niners front can get to Jared Goff, it would be a rough day for him. They will. But otherwise, I think the receiving weapons that the Rams have might carve up the Niners if he's secondary. But yeah. I, I still have the Niners. I think they keep it rolling. Yeah. All right, next game, Titans-Broncos. Mm. Tough one. I took the Titans. Me too. Yeah, I, I just don't think the Broncos are in a spot where they're capable of winning games right now. They they just they seem blah. And Von Miller's not doing what he normally is you know we what we normally see from him no Bradley, Bradley Chubb's Chubb. out um the quarterback play is shoddy Joe mm-hmm. Flacco is officially not elite <laughs> um no, he's been not elite he been, yeah he was yeah. elite when he won that Super Bowl and then thereafter <laughs> and then yeah. yeah every play after that um 
in the Titans, you know, they they still have Derrick Henry. They still have the running game. Mario has looked surprisingly okay mm-hmm. thus far. So, yeah, I'll take the Titans. Mm-hmm. For all those reasons, Titans. Titans. All right, I got the Titans as well. Um, it might be a big game for Derrick Henry. Uh, Denver has had a hard time hey, stopping power backs. I need that. <laughs> Uh, next game, Dallas Jets or Dallas Dallas Jets. Come on, da- Dallas coming off a loss. They're they're gonna get the win. It's a trap game, trap game for Dallas. Sam Darnold coming back. Uh, nah. you'd come in only seeing the worst offense ever. Um, not ever, but just a terrible offense, and that's the only tape they've got. And now you get your your first round draft pick coming back. Um. I'm so, still. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys, yeah. but typically in my in my 19 years of being a Cowboys fan, this is typically a game that they drop. Hmm. Hmm. So I would not be surprised. We can make a wager on it. Me, oh, me I and like, Reagan. I like that energy, huh? I made the wager last week. That's your turn. <laughs> Remember, I said if the Eagles lose, I'll come in here wearing a Cowboy. Keep that same energy. No, I'm talking about Keep, money. No, I'm, money. I'll, 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 I'll bet money, man. I'll keep, that, keep, keep that same energy okay. though. I came in here. I said I still don't. I still. I don't toes. disagree with you about Dak. That's the thing. I don't no, disagree okay. with you. Okay, but you think the Cowboys are gonna win, right? Because I stood here this on this game? microphone last week and I said, if the Eagles lose this game, I will come in here and I will wear a Dallas Cowboys some you, sort of paraphernalia. You want to give me a? Keep this, I have. You, you want to give bro. me an Eagles jersey? <laughs> I got. Wear? Some, I got a little something more than a jersey for okay. you. Okay. I won't. I won't put you on that though. That's, okay. that's my Halloween costume. So. I got a blazer for you. Can wear. I got you. I got a blazer. I rig an Eagles so, blazer. So I'm assuming you got the you got the Jets, right? I guess I do have to hold to that, right? Okay, I'm gonna take the Jets. Always picking against the, the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I got the uh, I got the Cowboys. Uh, moving on, Steelers Chargers. That's the Sunday night game. Chargers. Chargers. Chargers desperately looking for a win, and then, yeah, yeah that is Mason Rudolph like officially out? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. he should. It's like has okay. Devlin Hodges. Y'all saw that hit? That was ugly. That was bad, man. I, yeah, it, 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 I don't think it was necessarily. He was out before he hit the ground. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it was all that dirty on Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas. Brought, but yeah, it's just one of those he things that just sandwiched. happens in football, and yeah. that's, that was ugly. The Chargers look kind of shaky. I think they look someone, real like, shaky. They lost someone to a torn ACL. Uh, I forget who, but they, I think some someone on the some lineman to the mm. to a torn ACL. But um, this is usually the point in the season where the Chargers kind of pick it up and then they start rattling off like seven or eight wins in a row and, and yeah. making the playoffs. But I'm not so sure if that's going to happen this year. They just mm. don't. They, they, yeah. they don't look consistent. They just don't look right. I agree. I mean. Just way too early, but Anthony Lynn might be on the hot seat. I have questions about the Chargers' medical staff and just their facilities and and the preparation that they they do for their players. It always seems every year that they have that a ton of the Chargers have the most season-ending injuries. Pouncey's um, on IR right now. I'm, and oh yeah, Mike Mike Pouncey, that's who it is. I gotta think that's. Not a coincidence. Oh, look at this. I, I just looked. I, I'm on the Chargers stream and Bleacher Report right now, and they have uh, seven projected starters out due to injury. You know, Derwin yeah. James, Russell Okung, Adrian Phillips, Michael Badgley, Hunter Henry, Melvin Ingram. And a lot Hunter of these, Henry is always. A lot of these are injuries that, you know, I look at. Uh, you know, the foot is, you know, Derwin James's foot is, you know, that that's whatever. But some of yeah. these are, like, stretching things. Like, how'd your kicker hurt his groin? <laughs> really? <laughs> how does that happen? Uh, I don't even know what a pulmonary embolism is, but that's what Russell Okun has. Oh, no, has. That, that, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a medical condition. Uh, not even. Melvin Ingram with a hamstring. Like, yeah, some, yeah, Mike Pouncey next. These are things that, you know, you can kind of take steps to prevent. And, you know, I guess you, you might be onto something there with that medical staff because, mm-hmm. you know. 
It's been years. It's been years of this now. Oh, yeah. What do you got? All that being said, I still have the Chargers winning. Yeah. Last game, this is the Monday night game, Detroit-Green Bay. That should be a real good game. I think it'll be a good game. I don't know. I think the Lions have been sort of, you know, winning games by accident. (laughs) And these, it looks like Green Bay is going to have one of the classic Green Bay seasons where they'll go 13-3 or something. Hmm. Yeah, I'm taking Green Bay. I'll go with Aaron Rodgers on a game-winning drive. You guys all have Green Bay? Yep. I think the I Lions are going to be energized I coming off the bye week. I the Lions. And they're going to surprise people. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. That so, it? I have the Lions. Yeah. Right. So, that'll do it for this episode Ooh. of Triple Coverage for Reagan Griffin, Julio Martinez, and Michelle Mankoff. I'm Eddie Sutton. Can and I Reagan, take it away. Don't throw into triple coverage. <laughs> All right. <laughs>